Hey, how are things? This is Mark here, and welcome back to the Clockwork Junkie podcast. This is episode 242. Thank you for tuning in, and as always, you are genuinely more than welcome. I have a fantastic podcast today. It is about an event that's taking place in my hometown of Athlone on Saturday, the 10th of June. My guest is the Director of Mixed Ability Sports Ireland. It is Alan Crotwell, and he will explain exactly what's happening on the day, why the day is organised in the first place and what you can expect and how we can help out. A quick word to say thank you for everybody who supports the podcast. I know in the middle of June we will be three years old. It'll be a three-year anniversary and I know that does not happen without constant likes and shares and people listening to the podcast and word of mouth. From the bottom of my heart, thank you very much. I genuinely appreciate it. As always, if you want to contact the podcast, you can do so clockworkjunkiepodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to be a sponsor of the podcast, You can also email me there. I will read out your advertisement at the beginning of the podcast and leave your links in the show notes itself. My name is Mark McCormack and welcome to the Clockwork Junkie podcast. I'm not into podcasts. Everyone keeps trying to... You've got to listen to podcasts. I'm not into podcasts. I like a bit of music. Alan, welcome to the podcast. Mark, nice to be here. It's a uh, look. We're here to talk about the event on the tenth of June in my hometown, Athlone Town, um, happening yeah. out in the Buccaneers. But before I do that, can you just tell us a small bit about your organisation, I suppose, and what you do? Yeah. So my name is Alan Crowell, and I'm actually originally from over the road, Bandesloe, and uh, I've been living in Cork for the last fifteen years. Um, so my area uh, where I work in is the area of intellectual disabilities, and I have done that for the last number of years, and. Um, came across a concept of sport, mixed ability sport about 10 years ago, and in particular mixed ability rugby. And um, do you know what? Something clicked for me. It was um, with with people with disabilities, uh, if you're physical or if you're intellectual disabilities, generally you're siloed into certain sports. So you're either in a Paralympic uh, model or a Special Olympic model. And if you have brothers or siblings that play sport, you're never going to be down the same club as them, do you know, and or else you'll be in the same club, but you'll be in a in a, a total different section to them, away from them. So you're never actually going to have that experience of just being involved in the, in the club like everybody else. But yet, do you know, it's the most natural thing to do, isn't it, just to go down to say down to likes of Bucks or over to Athlone Town or wherever, you know, and, and follow your local GA club or be it the rowing club or just whatever. And you see people always around any town or city, you know, in, in Athlone, you'll see them all going around with their, their half sips with every every jersey from either the Roscommon side or, or the Westmead side, you know. Um, and that that's a sense of identity, isn't it? And it gives people a sense of pride and I suppose a sense of dignity. And I just thought, like, with sport, why can't we just all play together, regardless of our ability? So 10 years ago, I went to a rugby club down here in Cork, Sunday as well. And I said, what What about setting up a mixed ability men's team? And to be fair to them, they hadn't a clue what it was. No more than the start of this conversation for yourself or any introductions that Niall might have given to you. And they just said, look, they liked the idea of, you know, everybody being together and being a bit more inclusive. So they just said, look, we'll give it a go. And 10 years later, uh, we have that team is two world championships. Um, we've just recently hosted the largest inclusive sporting event in Europe last June, the Mixed Ability World Cup. We had 28 teams from 14 different nations and about over 1,100 players 
from around the world, as far away as Ecuador and Argentina, and as near as as uh, you know West Cork come come to Cork City for a full week. And what we're trying to do now is is promote the concept of uh, inclusion through sport and and predominantly adult sport uh, because adults fall away from sport for various reasons and and push it out beyond where our little pockets are saying in Cork and in Dublin and Belfast and bring it to um bring it to the the, the center of the country uh, and bring it to your hometown and a great club called Buccaneers and what what we're hoping to do on the 10th of June is showcase that this is a, a an option for people for sport, regardless of their ability. So it'll be a massive event and happy. I'm sure we'll chat more about it as we go along. But that's it's the, like, a, the... like, it's such a good idea. Mm-hmm. Like it really, really is a good idea. And it's one yeah. of them ones you think like, like why hasn't that always been the case? Yeah. But unfortunately it's not always the case unless people like you are involved and see the opportunities to do yeah. it and realize the benefit of people being included in stuff. Yeah. Now, incidentally, in preparation for this, I did look at the one last year. And I looked at all the different clips and yeah. like, it's absolutely fantastic. Like it's priceless. Oh, it's, you know? it's magic. Like, um, and, and like you, what you saw was the censored, the edited version, because <laughs> at one stage, um, like, so if, if you can imagine for, for your listeners, it's, it was, um, this essentially was a festival meets rugby. So we had a, a festival event, a tent, um, which we just rocked all week. At one stage, I walked into it. And, and bear in mind, now I'm one of the organizers and meant to be very responsible for all of these things. And I suppose you're meant to be wearing the health and safety hat. There was a guy in a wheelchair being crowd surfed. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay. To, to back in black yeah. or something like that. And I just walked in. But you know something, as it should be. Exactly. I just as thought, it should I, be. My job is done. That's wow. what I just said to myself. And I just yeah. thought, um, there's a great story to that wheelchair, actually. Um, the sad part of, about stories like that is there's a reason somebody's in that chair. And the, the reason that person needed that chair is because of COVID. Being inactive for, for, for two years meant that he lost a lot of his mobility, his cerebral palsy. So therefore, he just couldn't. Now, before this, he was very bad. I mean, uh, you're going to get something that, like, when you when you you you're around people with disabilities an awful lot and you there's no inhibitions we don't we we call it the way it is both ways but like paul you'd knock him over and he could be a week trying to get up because of his cerebral palsy like but you daren't lift him up because he'd f you out of it like for doing so this was rugby and he would tell you that but unfortunately he had to use the chair because he just was he wasn't able to sustain himself but they, they got the chair off the occupational therapy uh, department in, in UCUH in, in Cork here. And um, anyway, they damaged it and they sent it back to Bradford guys, the, the team that had it, they sent it back with a with a, a note on it um, saying that uh, Fanula, I think they called the chair, poor Fanula had, had an accident at a at a, 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 a dance that earlier that, that night, whatever, anyway. So, but I got an email back from it from the OT and she just said look this is the best story of any chair that's ever left here when you think about chairs that leave there they're all for sad endings this one rocked this one got crowd surfed and this one had a good time so she was delighted to get it back in any condition at all but um yeah it's just kind of deviated a small bit from what it is but that essentially is when you have inclusion you have fun and you have fun with everybody and I, I think what people forget is and, and I know it's very close to you 
it's it's about you know building that that social capital and that social wealth because that feeds into every aspect of our lives be it our physical health our mental health um and that's the infection and, and the infectiousness of having a diverse society having a, a, an open mind to whatever and you know lo- losing i i feel very sorry for you and I got to socialise in a time where no mobile phones were, so um, you probably got the bus over to Banlaslow many a night, and I definitely ended up in Atlow many of a night. And, I think the like, less said about this now, the better, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but like we we got to be ourselves, and we got to make mistakes, and we we didn't have to relive them over and over in our lives. And I I think when younger the younger I see the younger guys who say eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one start playing mixed ability sport with us without disabilities and we go to a an out we go to a social event and the guys then with disabilities they have no inhibitions so they're on the dance floor there's no alcohol needed there's no extra substances needed it's just pure enjoyment and that's rubs off and all the rest of the guys and, and i've really seen the massive benefits for 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 younger guys that that get involved you know because they, they get to experience what you know, we we pretty much that was our social life. You could just go and be yourself, really. To be honest, you could be an idiot and a fool, and you know, you might regret it the next morning. But you, you know, you didn't have to relive it into into the next for all your year. You know, yeah. So yeah. It, it, but it is it, the, the inclusion side of it that um yeah. that was the thing that immediately piqued my interest. Like it's like for all time, we're in communities, we're in societies, and like I, I have talked to people on this podcast, and a lot of them with disabilities, and they all say the same thing. It's kind of an isolation type yeah. thing, whereas I can't get involved in A, B, C or D yeah. because of my disability, whatever that may be. Um, this is the opposite of that. Um, and I and love it because of that, you know? Yeah, it, it's very, that's very powerful because like there, there's a, a report from the UK, it's a Vermont report where they did on the mortality rate of um, women with uh, um, with an intellectual disability. And you're... Um, mortality rate if you're a woman with an intellectual disability um it, it, you're going to die 30 years younger than somebody else so a woman of wow. yeah that's incredible it's 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 and it's down to a number of things like one of the biggest things is is that um social isolation and if you're socially isolated you know if you think about it in the grander scheme of things like when you're when you isolate yourself or you're you can't be involved or you don't not involved within networks or communities or you don't have that somebody checking in on you you know it leads you down a route of kind of poor poor decision making poor um you know the likes of you you know you're going to make poor lifestyle choices and therefore that impacts your your mortality rate um so you're probably going to be less mobile you're not going to be active because you're not involved in a club you know your your um capacity to earn an income is going to be greatly reduced or if you don't have it at all it depends on the level of your disability but like if you have the ability to work and you can't because you're isolated so therefore you have a less uh, spending power so that then leads into you know you're not going to make good lifestyle choices or poor or even food purchase whatever all these knock-on effects so that then means that ultimately you're going to die and that's that that's something that really i suppose it, it pisses me off to be honest um, you've zero quality of life um, yeah. in that situation can I just like the social isolation should be fresh in everybody's yeah. mind because of COVID yep. 
So we had it for on average two years yeah. and a lot of us didn't do very well. Can you imagine yeah. having it for 20 years? All your life. Some people with disabilities have done. All your life. Uh, and that that's something that like we like, I suppose the way I look at these things is like, you know, from from the point of view of what what drives me around around all of this and around the inclusion part and why I've kind of dedicated my last te- last decade to this really purely. It, it's because, you know, you, you look at like starting where you are and where people are and, and meeting people where they're at at that point and just kind of looking at what you can actually and what they've got to offer what you've got to offer and just do what you can and and that's why Niall reached out to you because he's doing what he can and and that's why like the likes of Buccaneers when I approached them about kind of doing this you know what they what can they do they have pitches they can open them up and it's like any other sporting club you know it's just that little bit of open-mindedness of what can we actually do and not feeling the pressure that you have to do everything. I think, I think people worry so much about inclusion and disability and diversity and be it like be it on religious grounds, uh, race or sexuality or whatever, that they forget to do something. And by doing something, you're actually moving forward by sitting there and worrying about like, if I do something wrong, you know, you are going to make mistakes. You will make, you will f up, and it will. But you're you're going to go somewhere, and I I think those are marginalised, and it's very easy for me to speak about marginalisation when I'm like a, a pale male of certain age, you know, and, and you know I've been, you know, pretty much middle class all my life, you know. Although we worked, dad worked hard, like you know, and stuff like that. But um, it, it, it's we just got to do something, and I think sport has a lot to play for a lot and a lot that they actually can do within you know you, you see what happens when teams do well in a town or teams do well nationally it really lifts us and why, why can't we all get the lift off it and and I suppose that's essentially what mixed ability is 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 about social sport so it's really the game of three halves you know there's two in the pitch and then there's a social aspect after where people you know get get to know each other and um it's it's really cool when you get people who say, um, you know, down in Buccaneers now they're going to have a few of the lads who probably played years ago and they have kids and they're working. They'd never dream of going back playing rugby. They'd love to. They'd love to relive the glory days, but they know they're not as fast or as quick and they don't want to get injured. So they come and they play mixed ability. When we found this in our own club and it's they have never encountered somebody with a disability. So one of the guys I remember one time he said to me, "What like this guy." junior rugby player no teeth in his head uh he's been in a few scrapes in his life you know i said uh, what do i call them and i says uh Darius, call him by effing name you know and he went right so and that was inclusion because now he had a level or that's all he needed to do he didn't need explaining i didn't need to tell him this person's diagnosis that person's diagnosis he didn't care all he wanted to know is what do i call them and how do we move forward and i think we've we've complicated all this area of inclusion diversity you know especially when it's gone into the corporate language of you know equity and all this kind of stuff and everybody's looking for this this and this and, and people are just forgetting to talk to her simple you it know? is uh that's very interesting the confusion part you know like what do i call them like i mean it's like they'll have loads of different disabilities loads of everything just you know call them by their name and that's it but it's a fair point you said there you know yeah because there's a lot of people no more than myself that might have asked you the same question and not through the want of being 
any particular way or not through the want of being, um, what's the word, insensitive, if you like. Yeah. Just of, it's a genuine question, but what do you say? Call them by their fucking name. Just like you said. <laughs> okay. And I think, I think, um, but like going back to that question is that's where your starting point is. Don't be afraid to ask that question, you know, but don't be afraid to get an answer to mind. like, um, yeah. and, and, but like there's a conversation and you, you start that conversation and you move on from there. And like in my experience and like, I'm, I suppose I don't profess to be an expert in this and just have kind of lived in this world for a long while. And, um, it, it's for most part, of anybody's life we have we're very simple and you know it's food water shelter heat and for most of us it's where's the fun and i think if if we can bring sport back to to that um and especially if you think of um you know think of rugby right you know especially around that loan you know you've got buccaneers there AIL senior team you know you've a number of guys who are playing with connacht you have robbie over in leinster you know um you know, you've people who've played at the very highest level and there's some great other athletes around uh Athlone, you know, um Johnny Powell's young fella there and swimming and, and you know, a few others around that like, you know, potentially that have gone to the highest level of their sports. But that's elite level sport. Um and I'm sure if you ever get a chance to to have some of them guys on on the pod, like, you know, that they they'll explain to you how difficult and how hard that life is and it's it's not for, for the faint hearted. But when we watch sport on TV, that's who we see and we see the big hits or we see the the you know the the, the chiseled torsos or whatever it is and, and we look down at ourselves and go, Oh, maybe not today. Um but that stops people from going back to sport and especially adults. Uh and and you know, when when we think of say women in sport, one of the biggest barriers and you know, this has been told to me is somebody feel the feeling that like I, I go back when I'm ready. I go back when I'm when I've lost a few pounds. I go back when, you know, when I'm a little bit fitter. Um, and then that never happens because you keep pushing that out because it's like a barrier to stop and you from doing something. But what they're then missing out is that whole, uh, you know, like. 14, 15, 16 other people, other women around them, um, you know, all in the same boat, like, you know, and, and that kind of sense of, you know, camaraderie and, you know, people doing something together. And I suppose that's where we need to push sport sport back to and push it back to um, fun and in, enjoyment rather than thinking that we all need to be elite at it. We all need to be as fit as fiddles. In fact, we don't like, and and that's essentially mixed ability is exactly what it says in the tin. We have people who've played at high level, right down to if you throw a ball up in the air at me now, I guarantee you to bounce off me, do you know? <laughs> and, and or you have people who have whatever disability, be it Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, you know, epilepsy, whatever, uh, visual impairments, hearing impairments, you know, just go and play uh, and I suppose that the, the fundamental difference between mixability and the other forms of of sports provision that are out there that people with disabilities can can get involved in is that we we um we try to play as close to the rules of whatever governing body it is so if it's if it's rugby that it it's full-on rugby um there's uncontested scrums but and obviously it's common sense like you know if it's not your birthday so don't blow out the candles if somebody's physically weaker than you you're not going to pump them into next week and that's not what it's about it, but like if there was somebody there that you played against years ago and you said right so let's have an old ding dong here you can and in that way everybody gets 
their enjoyment out of it at all their different levels. And to me, that's when everything is, that's integration. That's where you see that, like, um, you know, you're not worried about dropping a ball then. And then from in the point of view of women in sport, like, and say women taking up rugby or whatever, you know, they're not worried. They're not worried because they actually see people who have had a harder pathway in life than them enjoying themselves. And that's the magic part of it. That, that to me is, is where you're really actually getting true to say that like, you know, there's all this promotion about what sport and get involved and, but it's not really actually having fun that you stay in it, you know? And that's a hundred percent. And, and, the, the the thing you said there that I think well, there's a lot of things you said there, but the thing that will resonate a lot is that mm. people won't start because they're not ready. Yeah. But you're right. You'll actually never be ready. No. Like for instance, you don't go to the like you don't lose weight before you go to the gym. You go to the gym to lose weight. You know. I'd like to though. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I trust me. I'm in the process of doing it, and it's not easy. And if you're waiting until you're ready, you'll be dead. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But, um, and yeah, yeah, there's a lot of fun to be had. And, and I think, it, like, to me, the word sport is about, <clears throat> it's not about uh, getting paid to do it. Like, it's it's about fun. And it's it's it's, it's bringing it back to that. And I, I mean, if we can do that for at adult level, um, it's fantastic. Because, like, I mean, the drop-off with adult sport is mad. It, it's like, it's crazy. Half the population don't partake in any activity. And then it's significantly less than it's only one third of the population of adults with intellectual disabilities actually partake in any activity. And that's basically anything from moving to walking to actually being involved in sports. So and if you can think of the life, as I said, the lifelong benefits are are, are pretty much, you know, your your mortality, you know, and, and that's how serious this is. And it is. Yeah. Look, you're, you're not going to get any argument no. from me at all. I think it's. No. It's a fantastic idea. And if anyone was thinking about getting involved, now you have this. So you're going to have loads of people who potentially will be as unfit as you, if you like. Yeah, uh, yeah. That being said, what can we expect on the 10th of June? So on the 10th of June, we it, it's our very first. Um, so it, in conjunction with Buccaneers RFC, Connacht Rugby, um, the IRFU and Mixed Ability Sport Ireland, the organisation that I represent, we're hosting our very first national um, competition national day so it's like a blitz essentially so it's it's all adult teams so we have four women's teams so two women's teams coming from cork from from balancolic and from west cork and we're hoping to make up a team from connacht and a team coming over from leinster so there's opportunity there for for any ladies who are involved in sport or want to get involved in sport around athlone to to contact uh, buccaneers and contact nile um i'm sure we can leave his details somewhere along along this um you know, to, to I leave kind of, Niall's um, email in the description of this podcast, yeah. so you can contact him there. To to kind of just jump in and have a go. So and then we have um, all the men's teams coming over. So we've we've Malone from Belfast, Malone Tornadoes, um, Bambridge Barbarians, ourselves with Sunday's Well Rebels, and we have West Cork Jesters and Delisal um, Vikings from Dublin. Um, but we're also uh, bringing kind of barbarian teams say from and set hopefully getting it there'll be a team from buccaneers set up um by then and uh any others that just want to fall in you know the adults that are that play rugby or if if they're involved in it or people who are out there disability services that want to come and see what this is about and give it a shout give it a try um so the whole day will be made up of kind of round robin games you get to see what it is but but more importantly we're we're hoping to have a little bit of entertainment and we're hoping that uh 
Um, maybe Robbie might come down with his squeeze box and gives an old couple of tunes in, inside in the bounty. Um, but, um, you know, and it'll be, you know, there'll be roughly maybe two or three, maybe 400 players there from, from all around the country uh, playing rugby for, for the full day on the 10th of June. Um, I think we're kicking off around one o'clock-ish. Um, and then it'll into the evening we're hoping to have we'll have a bit of live music and a bit of crack you know and then you bring in sure that, that paint with you from the last time or we'll find one in the way will we <laughs> I'm, the way. <laughs> I'm sure the, the lads so, over well, all the teams is going to be there and all the round robin yeah. and all the fun and all the entertainment yeah. if I'm sitting and listening to this podcast and I'm thinking well I, I'm not going to get involved as in play but I want to come so I'll assume Anybody who wants to come, yeah. come on the day. There's no yeah. issue whatsoever. No issue at all whatsoever. And I'm sure. And look, we we probably will need volunteers and people to help out as well too. So again, you know, hit up Nile on 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 the. You leave his details there. Anybody that's involved in the club or anybody that's involved in sport at all, if they want to come down. And then any of the any of the guys from any of the service providers, you know, Hilda's or Rehab Care or Roundabout, um, that, that they want to come down and have a look. The more than welcome parents. You know, people are interested in just what inclusion look like looks like anybody from any other sport. Um, you know, that that this isn't particularly, you know, mixed ability isn't just about rugby. In fact, when we were in Cork there we held our first mixed ability uh rowing regatta. Um and we've also started up mixed ability football and we're hoping to kind of um get a kind of a program going there. So it'll be great. Anybody who's interested in in that, like, you know, there is programs say within GA and, and the FEI with um, you know, football for all and, and and all those other things but this is a this is another option um it's not predominantly exclusive to people with disabilities in fact it's quite the opposite it's people of all abilities so it, it might be it'll be kind of um if anybody's any curiosity about it it's well worth it because you know i can talk about this i can tell you about it but it's not until you see it and you feel it you'll remember it and that's that's pretty much how this works um and that's how it's worked for, you know, thousands of people around the world. We're active in, I think it's maybe 17 or 18 different countries at this stage um, across multiple sports. And it's growing. It's a growing movement. It's kind of initiating here in Ireland. And, and I think it will really work well in Ireland because we're we're into our sports. And, you know, we're, we're very caring when it comes down to the bottom bottom line. We've got our nature in ourselves, you know. It'll definitely work well. It's not even a question. It's a, mm. it's an absolutely fantastic idea. Yeah. I just have one question before you go. I will yeah. say the people that have podcast asked me several times, why don't you hold the event? Why don't you this? Why don't you that? I'll be there on the day myself. I'm going down. I was chatting to Niall. I'm going to be yeah. hopping around. If you want to say hello, if you want to give me a tackle or whatever, I'll be yeah. there on the day. Very good. Something I thought of just before you, you go. Um, if I'm a business in Athlone or locally or anywhere that's listening to this and to think, well, I wouldn't mind getting involved, helping out. I wouldn't mind doing something. Is there opportunities for that to happen? And if so, what are they? Yeah, look, this is, you know, there's, Genuinely, there's opportunities here for your your staff to get involved and come out and give us a hand on the day. I think that's a really cool thing to do as a business, and it's a great kind of a, a kind of a bonding thing uh, for, for business to. Um, a lot of businesses will will have CSR, uh, corporate social responsibility, but also look, things like this don't happen uh, without some sort of finance. You know, there's going to be small expenses there for you know to to, to help get the place ready and, and you know to keep up the place. So, you know like any any sponsorship or any support will be very welcome um you know just to say like in terms of that like 
the, the, the sponsorships that we had with the tournament uh, and the exposure that we've gotten are that um, our online reach for that tournament was 43 million people. Um, oh. So, yes. Yeah, so, like, I mean, we have a, a global audience for this. So if it happens here in Ireland, it'll be globally. So last weekend at the um, Viva Stadium, um, players from mixability tour, uh, clubs around Ireland actually were the, the guard of honour for um, Leinster and Toulouse. So, you know, you, we have that level of capacity to, 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 you know, from a business point of view, because I, I always really advocate that, like, to, to get, it's not, it shouldn't be on the charity basis that inclusion happens. It should be on give and get. So you 100%. give a bit and you get, because um, that's not, what it's about and it comes back down to even our players so we have people who play without disabilities and with disabilities our players are not volunteers because if they're volunteers then there's an onus for them to be there and again you're coming back to that them and us situation so this is the experience of this for you as a business you'll get to see what true inclusion is about so if that's worth you investing in it it's it's most definitely worth you investing it. Um, and just to say, if anybody's interested in finding out more about mixed ability, you know, they can log on to mixedabilitysports.org um, forward slash Ireland, or they can email me directly at um, a.crawl at mixedabilitysports.org. I'll, I'll leave you all the details after. Um, yeah. But yeah, look at in details in the description as well. So essentially, if you're uh, sibling or if your friend or if you're anybody is disabled and wants to get involved if you're not if you haven't got a disability and you want to get involved you can get involved if you yeah. want to come down and volunteer on the day you're more than welcome email Niall Niall's emails in there he's expecting emails so he's waiting yeah. for people to contact him we That's need to make Niall busy <laughs> we want to keep Niall busy we want Niall to be 24-7 working on this if you're a business and you want to get involved you can get involved you can send your employees down I know there's Every company has a sports and social. Yeah. Um, if, if you want to sponsor anything, absolutely anything you want to get involved, yeah. the answer is probably going to be yes. It's exactly yeah. what Alan said. It's inclusion. It's for everybody. Alan's going to be there. I'm going to be there. And hopefully we'll see everyone else there as well. Very good. Yeah. So look, it's it's a, going to be a brilliant uh, opportunity for Athlone. To I'm just, really looking forward to it, to be honest to with you. Show, to show what Athlone could do with sporting. I mean, Athlone's a great sporting town and it needs to be a sporting town for everybody. Yeah, agreed. On that note, I let you go. Right, everyone, thank you. get there in the tent, please. We'll see you there. Chat to right. later, Alan. All the best. Thanks, Mark. Brilliant. Bye-bye. Thank you.